You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun. Seems like we're okay now. All right. <laughs> Don't know what was happening with the technical difficulties, but the point of the matter is we are live. <laughs> we are live and it's a Robe Talk Friday. Red Cup. <laughs> but it's a Robe Talk Friday, uh, but there's no robe because it's like 150 degrees outside. <laughs> so no robe on Robe Talk Friday, but it is a Robe uh, Talk Friday, and I'm gonna help you guys out today. So you might want to take notes <laughs> on this. You might wanna take notes. This is very important. I want you to pay attention to what I'm saying because you might have to take notes on this. Listen, okay? Corporations right now, right, are pandering to black people. Now, I tell you why. They don't care about black people. They never have, right? And I'm talking about corporations, leagues, businesses, whatever. So, like, they don't want to be seen as the racist business, right? Like, it's like two businesses right now. It's like the racist business and, you know, we, we get them out the paint. And then you have these other businesses that maybe have smarter people in their corporate structure. So all of a sudden, they're making Juneteenth like a holiday. I saw the NFL was like, hey, Juneteenth's a holiday and Nike's a holiday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Juneteenth is a holiday. Everybody getting off work. Yay, black people. You know, they're taking down racist stuff and Clemson and all of this stuff. Uh, I have to let you know where I got the shirt from. I forgot, actually. So, so... They're doing all of this stuff because they're pandering to black people. Yes, less. it is pandering. We know what it is. We even got a black bachelor, right? <laughs> they got a black bachelor. Now, now, the thing about the black bachelor, he likes to be on the milk yacht. You know what I'm saying? But whatever the case, it look, it was it been 17, 20 years or whatever, 17, 18 years of the bachelor, 40 some odd seasons, and in a week, all of a sudden, we got a black bachelor. Now, granted, you know, he's a black bachelor. They got, you know, they got a white, you know, mom and only likes, you know, white women. But, you know, baby steps, I guess. Baby steps. So I, when, he, when I saw that he went to Wake Forest, I knew that he was on the milk yacht. I mean, come on now. So, yeah, yeah. So black, it's a trend. Now, they don't care about any of this. The ABC doesn't care about, you know, a black bachelor, right? They, you know, like you said, Starbucks don't care about Black Lives Matter. The NFL doesn't care about, we know the NFL doesn't care uh, about stuff like that, uh, all these corporate like I got I got emails from where I get I got random email Planet Fitness telling me Black Lives Matter PayPal plan saying Black My, Black Lives Matter if hey if Black Lives Matter PayPal take off all them fees every time you do something like so you're getting all of this pandering right it's not real I'm like some of the stuff is like why would you even I'm getting emails from companies like why would you even care. If, if, if black lives matter or not, <laughs> like your company has nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Like it has nothing to do with this. Like, I don't get it. Like, Hey, we want you to know that black lives matter. We like black people at our particular company. Please still come to our company. Now, the reason that they're doing this, right. Is because yeah, the, the kit, the cloths and all that stuff is, is really weird. But the reason that they're doing all this is because here's the, here's the, here's the key. Black people really control the economy within America, right? You know, we, and when I say control the economy, I don't even necessarily just mean the cash, even though we are like a billion dollars, you know, a lot of billions 
in the economy, but we control the culture, meaning that we control what's popular and what's not popular. You know what I'm saying? We control that. So if we get on this, like, this is not cool anymore, it trickles down to everybody. You see what I'm saying? It trickles down to everybody. If we say we're not on this anymore. Think about all the rappers and the alcohol, right? Depending on what decade it is, that's where alcohol was hot. It was Cavassier or it was nice Hennessy or Ciroc or uh, what's the other, the, the other champagne that was big for a little bit. Then it was Ace of Spades. You know, it, it all depends on what the rappers, you know, like. When the rappers or whatever or the, the, the influencers or the cultural people start wearing Gucci, right, then other than regular people want to know, I want to wear, you know, Gucci, yeah, Chris style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, oh, the, 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 uh, uh, Nicki Minaj want to wear Fendi. So now all of a sudden I got to have a whole Fendi outfit. You know what I'm saying? Right. The Richard Brown. Remember when Jay-Z uh, talked about Tom Ford? Like I had new, like in general about Tom Ford, but now it's like, oh, I got Tom Ford suit. I got Tom Ford suit. You know what I'm saying? So we control what's hot. You know what I'm saying? We control what's hot. Now, that's why they're pandering to us. Not because they like us, right? They, they don't really care about it. They're saying the same racist stuff that the racist people that we're calling out. They're saying that same stuff all the time. <laughs> Just behind closed doors. But they're pandering to us. But my point to you guys, you guys already knew that. You guys are smart. You know these things. But this is what I want to tell you right now. They're pandering to us. Take advantage of it. Go to your boss. Try to get that promotion today. <laughs> go go to HR and say that you feeling, today's the day that you can go to HR and be like, you know something? I feel like some of the jokes that Billy has been saying in the, in the lunchroom or in the break room, I've been pretty offended by those. I'm thinking about Insta, putting it on Instagram. I'm thinking about putting it on Facebook. You get what you want today. <laughs> you get what you want. Yeah, a, a, apply today and say, you know something? And it, it's, it's, Man, it's tough really what happened with, with George Floyd. I really would like that promotion to, to VP. I really would like, you know, that promotion today. <laughs> Do it now. You want a discount on something? Say, ah, oh, man. You know, go to that bank for that loan. Walk up in there and be like, you know something, man? You know, I'm glad that, you know, the, the, your bank sent me the Black Lives Matter email. And, you know, I'm glad that you understand that Black Lives Matter and that, you know, we're trying to get a home loan. You know, it's important for us because for, you know, 100, 200 years, you know, your bank and others have systematically and economically kind of set us down. And I really would like that house. You know, uh, you know, the other bank down the street, mm, you know, they sent me a couple of things about Black Lives Matter. Yeah, go to the, go to the, go, you want your luxury, go to BMW today. Say, man, I got your email about Black Lives Matter, the BMW email. It said that you guys, you know, really are, are focused on hiring more black people and you want more black people in your BMW. Man, you know, yeah, my credit score is 420, but whoo, man, that zero interest rate looking pretty good right now. A red cup. <laughs> Yeah, go in there, go in there and walk with your, with your, with your Black Lives Matter shirt on, <laughs> with your Kaepernick shirt. Go walk in there today. Look, it's a, it, listen, it's a short period of time. There's a reason I'm telling you this, right? 
because eventually they're going to go back to being, you know, racist and prejudiced and all of that other stuff. So you got a short window to do this. You want a new car, you want a loan, you want all that. And I, I'm not joking with you. I'll bring in the email that you got because I know you guys, anything that you ever bought something from, they sent you an email in the last week saying Black Lives Matter, right? So whatever grievance you've had, this is the time to do it. So like if you work at a company and your company sent an internal email saying Black Lives Matter, now is the time that you can, you pretty much got this small window where they can't do anything to you because they don't want to be on that summer jam screen. You see what I'm saying? So this like week or two weeks or however long, you have this small window where you can basically go into your boss's office and say, you know, I feel like I feel like I've been discriminated against and I need to know what you're going to do about that. Like normally they would just fire you, okay? Normally they'd just get rid of you. But all it takes is one tweet and say, hey, I went into, I worked at FedEx and I went into my boss's office and told him that 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 Ken had said this stuff about me and such and such. And they next thing you know, they fired me. This is a, a small window. Remember them brothers that was for FedEx and they got into it with the racist guy and 99 out of 100 times in any other any other point in time, FedEx just would fire them like they did and they just get away with it. But not today. <laughs> they got on social media and FedEx had to, Starbucks, we just talked about Starbucks, right? Starbucks, any other time they'd be like, listen, don't you wear your Black Lives Matter stuff. Like I know we said we were doing that diversity training, but we don't really mean that shit. We don't wear your Black Lives Matter. We got cops that come in and get coffee too. Don't, don't work. Any other time they get away with that. Not today. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> you can't get away with that stuff. They can't. They're gonna come in with the Kenta Claus. The 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 Starbucks people are gonna come in with the Kenta Claus today. So this is your opportunity, is what I'm telling you. This is your opportunity. Get whatever you, any loan that like that you think that you know you they get forgiveness for it, you don't gotta pay back. Just walk in there with your email. Right. Remember all of the small businesses and all that stuff say, hey, I heard you guys are giving loans at zero percent interest. <laughs> you know, I can just pay it back when I feel like it. <laughs> this is the time. This is the time. Right. Well, I remember how the, that episode. I think the Red Spears, I mean, that's the other thing, like uh, it, it, stuff like the Redskins and all that. This is your time to try to do it. <laughs> Whatever you're trying to do, do it now. Red cup. Because listen, I don't know how long this is gonna last. They already, they're already trying to phase out reporting on the on the protest. You see how the media is doing that? How they kind of subtle shift? You know why? Because the media works like with chaos. So after Tuesday, like you don't you ever get angry, right? You get angry, you get in a fight, you know what I'm saying? And you yell and you scream and you get it all out of your system and then you can sit down and talk and have a conversation. Well, people are super, super angry and they're still angry, you know what I'm saying? And But they, they, they burned down their targets and everything. They got it all out of their system. And now they're like, listen, now we need to make some actual change. <laughs> but the, the protests are the same. It's the same amount of people. Same amount of people. So... Now they don't want to talk about it because it's, you know, they don't want to talk about, uh, uh, 
they don't want to talk about T.O. out there protesting and all of the people protesting and all that stuff. The thing about Tucker Carlson, I tell you this, he knows what he's doing. This is not like new. It's I mean, it's Fox News. <laughs> so it's not new. So Tucker Carlson knows what he's doing. Now, now, I say he's playing a dangerous game in the sense that his whole thing is predicated on um, Trump winning again. Because if Trump doesn't win again, then there's really no reason for someone like like Tucker Carlson. You understand? So it's a very, 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 it's a game. They think this stuff is a game. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Fox News loses advertising, but you never know what they got going on behind the scenes. Let me tell you that. Like, you think that those deals, like, I think his days may be number two, but Here's the thing. His days would be numbered. He'd get like a $20 million like uh, uh, opt-out or something like that. It's like when the, the, the racist and the sexist NFL owners or NBA owners get kicked out and then they just they sell the team and they get $2 billion. Like that's not really quote-unquote a punishment. You know what I'm saying? That's not a quote-unquote punishment. I like to be punished where I get fired and I get, you know, $2 billion on the way out. Now, so you guys go take advantage over the weekend. Hell, go on to Target and just steal something, and they probably let you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you steal something from Target this weekend, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to call the cops. If you want to go steal a lamp, go ahead and do it. Now they might call the cops. Be careful. I take that back. I don't know where some of you guys live, so I don't want you guys to get shot. But you get, you get what I'm saying. But if you want to get a car, a loan, you want to apply for a job, a promotion, if you see, you see all them companies, like all these media companies, they're like, hey, Black Lives Matter. And then their employees was like, hmm, I worked there for three years. I only seen one black person in all my life. This is the time. If you ever want to work for a company that never hires black people, apply now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Apply now. If, if, if you, you know the company ain't never hired, like they hired like two black people and that was just the people they went to college with, apply now. And I'm, I'm not joking with you. In the end of your application, put Black Lives Matter and it'll be very grateful if you guys show that you meant what you put on your email. Like you gotta do this stuff by any means necessary while it's, you can do it. Because like I said, they're gonna go back to being racist at, at some point. It's just a matter of when. I'm saying, put put it on there. Put it on there. And then here's the thing. If you don't get the job, I'll tell you the truth. And look, if you don't get the job, this is exactly what I want you to do. If you don't get the job, right, I want you to take all of you, you know, say what you don't did. I want you to take the letter that they sent you in the email about diversity and blacks and Black Lives Matter. I want you to put it in one picture, right? And then I want to put you, put your picture where, you know, they said you didn't get the job and then put it on Facebook. And go put it on Instagram and go put it on, on Twitter, right? Put it all on there and be like, such and such company said they were all about quote unquote Black Lives Matter and being more diverse. And I submitted my applications and I'm fully qualified for this position. And they told me no. So what is the truth? And then Adam, you get your job. Trust me. Right, this is the only time, this is a very brief period of time where being black is maybe beneficial for you. It's not going to last long. That's the truth. It's not going to last long. I don't want you to think that things are actually changing. Most companies are reactive. They react to stuff. 
that's going to mess up the, it's the Drew Brees type of feeling. Like Drew Brees for four years didn't feel like nothing that he said could hurt his brand. And then it hurt his brand and then necessarily changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you see the thing with the NASCAR helmet guy <laughs> and Jimmy Johnson? He was, he was out there talking about the Confederate flag and he was puffing out his chest and he was like, listen, ain't no, it's NASCAR. NASCAR is not going to drop me. Confederate flag, woohoo, Trump, nothing's going to happen to me. And then five seconds later, Jimmy Johnson was like, uh, after certain tweets have come out, we've decided to part ways with such and such helmet company. Look, right now, even NASCAR, even NASCAR, like, ah, you know, we don't want to be in that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we, we don't want nobody coming to our races and tearing down shit. We, here, take your flag and go. You know what I'm saying? Your, co your company sent out an email. 22 years, my man just said. Fly Grace uh, Street. This company ain't never said it. Get, ask for your promotion today. You've been there for 22 years. You should be in a nice office with a window over with a view. Ask today. Go into your, your, whoever your manager or whoever. Hey, Bob. How you doing? I got your email. It's one. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize about that. I really could. I can't really see the pictures. I apologize. My, my young lady, you go into your office and go to Bob and say, hey, is, your, is your manager a, a woman or, or a man too? <laughs> is he a man? Whoever, Bob or Bobby or whoever it is, go in there and say, you know something? I've been at the company for 22 years. I appreciate what you just sent in your email. That's okay. Send an email. That's all right. You can sit in. You want to go to the office? Send an email. Say, "Hey, Bob, um, I've been here for for twenty two years. I appreciate everything that you've done for me. Um, I saw your email, and you know something? I was looking at this position uh, that I noticed that you haven't filled, and I would like it. Well, Bob, I can't do nothing. You got it. If NASCAR is like, listen, I <laughs> we don't we don't want to deal with that. NASCAR was like, I I don't want to deal with that." That should tell you something. You got now NASCAR's gonna go back to being racist for you know in about a month or two. You know. Red Cup. So NASCAR, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, you know, for 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 race uh, race two. So don't worry. They'll go back to, to being racist. But for now, you have a small period of window of time to actually go ahead and make a change. You know what I'm saying? You got a very, very small window of time to try to take advantage of this because we know it's pandering. Like, I've always told people, like, I understand when people are pandering and I understand when people are kind of using you as a token and, and stuff like that, right? But as long as you know what's going on and use it to your advantage, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the thing about being, like, when they, people say token and stuff like that, um, when people say token, the thing is, if you are a token and then you in turn become an agent for the people that made you a token, then that's a problem. And what I mean by that is if you know you're a token and then you do your best to make sure that other black people don't get opportunities and talk bad about them and, you know, be an agent for the person that gave you the opportunity because quote unquote a token, then that's a problem. Now, if you get an opportunity simply because you're black, first off, you should always take that opportunity because it's not like we get any advantages 
anyway. You know what I'm saying? So if someone is giving you an, uh, out of the one in five million times that being black is actually beneficial for you, and someone gives you an advantage of that, you have to infiltrate the system like Hydra. Now, once you get inside, you smile, you let them know, you know, you got inside everything, but you got to still be working for us. You know what I'm saying? Get inside, right? And then when you get in a position of power, then you help other people so they don't have to deal with the stuff that you had to deal with. I tell people that all the time. People don't understand that. People that don't even like me. It's the funniest thing in the world to me. There are certain people in this world that dislike me, right? But I can guarantee you some of those certain people would not be able to do some of the things that they're able to do if I wasn't the one that went in there and basically got my head busted. Basically, I'm the front line guy that went in, got my head busted, so you could get the opportunity and not have to worry about dealing with all the stuff that I had to do. I'm the one that had to do all this stuff. I'm the one that had to beg and plead and ask and work my way in and get rejected a hundred times and all of that stuff for you behind me to be able to come in and say, well, you know, we let one of them in, might as well let two. <laughs> See, that's the part that people don't understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, it's so funny to me. There was somebody I remember, I, I'll never forget. i never forget. I, I won't give any names, but i never forget. Somebody asked me, uh, it's probably, I don't know if the guy's racist or not, but whatever the case, he was like, hey, um, I'm thinking about, I don't think I should get this person a, you know, uh, credential or something, and they were a black person. I said, nah, give them an opportunity, such and such. He said, yeah, but I'm not sure, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, um... You know, give him an opportunity. You know, just give him an opportunity. And they say, okay, I give him an opportunity, Rob, because you said give him an opportunity. Never met this per never met the person that was getting the opportunity in my life, but he's black. And I'm like, hey, we all on the same team, right? I get, <laughs> the person gets the opportunity, right? They get into, they get into wherever they need to get into, right? And when they get into the thing, into whatever they, they you know, the event or whatever, they get in the event and they're out here tweeting like, yeah, I'm doing this better than BSO. I did this better than BSO. BSO wish he could do the stuff like me. I got the man in the actual thing. He doesn't know this, right? Doesn't know it at all. But he just spouting off this and that and all this stuff, you know. People don't understand. Red cup. But you gotta do things, you gotta do the right things, you know. You know, you can't just do things because, you know, you can't pick and choose. You know, i you know, he was feeling himself, is his first event, and all of that stuff, you know, whatever. But um, and I was I was reading something, but that's something else. Nah, there's no need for me to check him. I'm very secure in what I do. I don't have to worry about stuff like that. I just thought it was funny. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, that was not a comedy special. Uh, that was just Dave Chappelle talking in his backyard or whatever to a bunch of people about what was going on in life. Okay, so that's the first thing that we need to understand is that it wasn't jokes. There was no jokes. Like, so I think some people were, I think white people are confused because they were like, hey, I'm watching Jay Chappelle. Where's the jokes? <laughs> I want to laugh. Like, no, there's no jokes. Maybe some uncomfortableness on your end, but there was no jokes. <laughs> so they're like, why? You know, where are the jokes? Where are the jokes? There's no jokes. It's just Dave Chappelle talking about what it's like to be a black person in America, more or less, and how we feel about what's going on and cursing and some, smoking some cigarettes, which is not good for him and he shouldn't do. But the one part that I didn't like about the Dave Chappelle, the, the Dave Chappelle uh, special was this. He could have said what he wanted to say about Candace Owens 
without saying Candace Owens' name. And the reason why is because Candace Owens is so far gone that she doesn't care about negative attention. She doesn't care about positive attention. She doesn't care about anything except attention. And sadly, it ends up making people like her into a bigger star. You know what I'm saying? Like Laura Ingraham, it makes them into a bigger star. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand why people would be upset about by, by, by Candace Owens. And I understand why someone like Dave Chappelle saying it really lets people know that, you know, she's a trash person. But honestly, we didn't need Dave Chappelle to tell us anything about Candace Owens that we didn't already know. I wish he could have talked about it without saying her name. Because then all she does is this. She gets on, she... If you Google her name, it's all about Dave Chappelle and Candace Owens. And this is not about Candace Owens. You know what I'm saying? This is not about Laura Ingraham. Those are, they, they say the things that they say for distractions from the point at hand. In the grand scheme of things, Candace Owens is an evil person and everybody knows that. But she's a troll. It's just a high-levelness of trolls and when you let trolls get under your skin then no matter what you say about them they still end up winning you know what i'm saying they they still end up winning she's still in a dave Chappelle special you understand what i'm saying like that's the only part that i like i thought there was a way where you could imply that's who you was talking about you know what i'm saying without actually saying her name you know what I'm saying? Without actually saying her name, without actually saying Laura Ingraham's name, because you have to, you know, you have to choke them out, right? The only way you can choke out, you know, a troll. Here's the thing: Have you ever had someone on social media and they just keep trying to bug you over and over and over and over again, and then you you block them, and then they get mad that you blocked them, and you think to yourself, why would someone that doesn't like me? be mad that I blocked them. Why would someone that talks bad about me all the time be upset that I blocked them? But then you don't understand. That's their energy. They need you to, to, to be somebody, right? If you don't engage, then they're just talking to the wind. And that's all of the, 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 the Candace Owens and the, and the, 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 the Laura Ingrahams and the Tammy Lorenz and all of that stuff. They need your oxygen, right? Now, what I hope, what I hope is if we get Trump out of here, you know, um, their usefulness to white people, all of a sudden, they're not that much, they're not useful anymore, right? You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Because seriously, white people don't care about Candace Owens. White people, racist white people will use black people to, to push their agenda, but they just, once again, they don't care. So when she's not useful anymore, it's going to be a, a, a long fall down. But that all starts with you going out there and voting and getting Trump out. Now, you got to go vote. Now, they make it hard for, pe for black people to vote like they make it hard for black people to do anything in this country. You know what I'm saying? Anything that can uplift black people, have you noticed? It's very difficult for black they, they make it very difficult for black people to do right like owning land and stuff like that it's very difficult for a black person as opposed to a white person owning a vehicle owning a house it's more it's more difficult for a black person than it is for
for a white person, you know, moving up in a company, uh, nepotism, all of that stuff. Anything that can uplift black people is much more difficult. They make it much more difficult for them to do, to try to make you lose hope. And voting is no different because they know the voting system is a way to kind of switch things around. So what do they do? They try to suppress, they try to suppress the votes. You know what I'm saying? They try to suppress the votes. They try to make sure the machines don't work. They make sure there's not a lot of polling stations. I was telling the story once how when I lived in St. Louis, when I was, uh, when I first was able to vote at like 18, 19, whatever it is, years old, I was still in the hood. And so to go to a voting station in the hood, you, the line would be all the way, you know, across, you know, <laughs> you know, they had it all the way across. So, and then when I moved out to the suburbs and I would go to vote, it'd take me two minutes. <laughs> right. They having a right. Look, Trump, here's the thing about Trump. Now I've told you guys this before. You know, I told I told you I told you this this before <laughs> that about Trump is that Trump cares. It's just it's just a cup. I didn't actually go to Starbucks. I have a Keurig. <laughs> you get the cups off of Amazon. It's not even from Starbucks. So relax, <laughs> relax. It's just somebody that made got to put a bunch of cups on Starbucks. <laughs> I didn't actually go to Starbucks. But here's the, here's the thing about. Here's the thing about, look, before I get to Trump for a second, I want to explain something to you about Starbucks. And I want you to, to understand this, even if I did go to Starbucks, why it's not that big of a deal. Every company in the, in the country, right? And I've, I've tell this to my wife all the time. We talk about this all the time. If you, as an individual, decided that you wanted to just cut out any Anything that was racist, prejudice, such and such in a corporation, right? Here's the thing. You wouldn't be able to do anything. You wouldn't be able to eat. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to. You can't go to you can't go to the Marvel movies, right? Because the Marvel guy is a Trump supporter, right? Can't drink uh, Starbucks, right? Because obviously Starbucks is racist, right? But also the Dunkin Donuts guy has also been been doing some stuff with Trump, right? You know, Gucci, you may not like Gucci, but go see the stuff that Louis Vuitton and these other companies have done, right? You can't watch Fox at all, right? It, because you know Fox is owned by Rupert Murdoch, so anything that's Fox and Fox can't, can't watch The Simpsons anymore, right? Can't do that. You know, HBO and all of this stuff. Hell, even even the, the, the chicken fit, you can't go for Chick-fil-A. You know, like you can't do that. My point is, is that everything is corrupt in our country, right? So it, you, can, yeah, you can't watch the NFL, obviously, you know, for obviously reasons. You know what I'm saying? You, Disney, you go look at some of the stuff that Disney's done throughout their history. <laughs> you, can't watch, you can't watch Mickey Mouse. Not anymore. You see what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter. That, that, that part, I don't, I, it's nothing that you can do about that. Okay? Because no, if you cut out one thing, there's 30 other things that you're doing throughout just your regular day, right? That would be problematic. Like nobody can go to Clemson, right? Everybody has to leave Clemson. You know what I'm saying? Everybody I leave, you know, Clemson right now, right? You got to go. It's built on a slave plantation. You got to leave. You see what I'm saying? Definitely couldn't go to Ohio State. Some suspect stuff that went on there. 
they, 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 you know what I'm saying? So my point is, is that I get it. You get upset and you should speak out. Yeah, definitely can't watch wrestling. You should speak out on injustices, right? You should speak out on when you see Starbucks and other people do this stuff. But honestly, everything is so corrupt. You would literally have to cut out everything. Like I got this. I got an iMac. I got an iPhone. I'm, Apple is not. You're on Facebook, right? Or any of you on Facebook? I mean, look. I put put that back. We're all on Twitter right now. Isn't that how you watch it? You know, Jack, right? Is it, literally saying like Trump can lie, and I, I don't care. You're on Facebook, right? You if you're not on Facebook, you're on Instagram. That's owned by Facebook, right? You're on Snapchat, TikTok. Right? You own all this stuff, right? These people are not good people <laughs> that own these companies, right? We're on Twitter right now. I know Jack. I went to high school with Jack. He's not on the right side of history right now. Mark Zuckerberg's taking all of our money and getting all of our, selling all of our, you know, social security numbers and all of this stuff. He's still on Facebook. <laughs> so that's my point. So, no, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> Just one thing, because that if I did that, I'd be a hypocrite, and I'm not big on being hypocritical, right? So if I want a vanilla latte or whatever, a mocha latte or whatever, and the Starbucks is right across the street, I'm still gonna go. I'm not even gonna lie to you, right? Because if I had to go step all the stuff that I've eaten, like I don't know what Chili's has been up to. I got Chili's yesterday, somewhere Pizza Hut, in Pizza Hut suspect too. Like you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't fall for everything. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> If you, if you say one thing and you feel strongly about it, I understand that. Like if you say, hey, I don't want to drink Starbucks anymore, right? That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not saying that you have to do what I do. I'm just saying that don't be mad at somebody for getting Starbucks because you're probably doing something, right, <laughs> right now that if you went deep into the history of whatever you purchased, Whatever you're watching on your computer, watching on your TV, driving your car, the gas that you're getting, the hot dog that you ate. If you dig really deep, there's going to be something in there, right? <laughs> there's going to be something in there that you're like, God damn, that's terrible. <laughs> These are terrible people. So I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't do that. That's, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying you can do whatever you want to do. I'm saying if you don't want to, to, to drink Starbucks or wear Gucci and all of that stuff, that's fine. What I'm, sa I'm saying is, is that don't, I would say don't come out and be like, you know, oh, I'm, don't, pr don't protect them. I get that part, right? Like if there's like, stop wearing Gucci, right? I'm not going to be out there with a big, you know, Gucci shirt on and everything. I let people do what they got to do. But, you know, if I see some Gucci slides like in six months and I want to get them, I'm going to get them. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because I'm sure if we all went in our closet, right? If we all went in our closet and we said, we got this from, we got stuff from H&M, right? You got some from Zara. You got some from Target. You got some from Walmart. Walmart's the racist, one of the most racist corporations of all time. Barely pay people. Don't want to pay them overtime. You got some from Walmart, right? You went to Lowe's one day. You went to, you know, you went to Home Depot. All these people are terrible people. <laughs> but half of Home Depot is terrible people. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So you can't, I, I just, I just don't like, you know, uh, when people say, ah, I mean, we all are doing something that we shouldn't do. 
Like, you know, yeah, I understand you. If you're watching the wrestling, you know the, what the man's are all about. I mean, hell, they that Owen Hart fall from a uh, hundred feet in the air, die in the ring, blood in the ring, and continue to show. These are not good people. <laughs> but, you know, we still watch. You watch boxing, right? Did you watch boxing yesterday? ESPN, top rank. You know Bob Arum is not. <laughs> you know Bob Arum is suspect. You know this. But you still watch Shakur Stevenson. Right? You know this. Now, back to Trump. Here's what Trump has an issue with right now. Trump, once again, as I've told you guys many, many times, does not care about the people that actually vote for him. He actually doesn't like them at all. He doesn't like MAGA at all. He would not uh, let them into his hotel, the majority of his fan base. He would not let them in Margalo or wherever the hell he's at. He would not go golfing with these people. He hates 97% of his fan base, but he also knows that they're idiots. And because he knows that they're idiots, uh, he basically, you know, placates them with stuff like this. He knows what happened in Tulsa. You know what I'm saying? He, he knows... He knows that 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 what it's June, it's Juneteenth. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? I well, the voting part, I would say yes. I mean, because nobody you know knows. It's, it's, it's just in certain areas, it's just easier to vote. They make it difficult to vote in areas that are predominantly. Uh, you know, black people, minority people, they, they take away voting centers they, they, and they make it easier for people in, in better areas. It's as simple as that. It's not a difficult concept. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't, like, Trump doesn't like these people. But Trump knows that they're, they're easily manipulated, right? He says stuff that he wants them to hear. Here's the poor hillbilly white people love to think that they're better than minorities, right? <laughs> but if you actually look at them, Right, they're a bunch of hillbillies, so they're not—they're not superior in any way. So, but he just tells them that they are. He tells them, "Hey, you're superior. Go do superior things." Right? You know, black people are secure enough that we can walk down the street and we're just like we're black. We're cool. It's all good. White people are so insecure they have to dress up like Call of Duty, right? Just to feel, you know, powerful. They just have to feel that way. They're insecure. So Trump plays off of their insecurities. That's what he, they're insecure. Yeah, and the whole stuff with Tucker Carlson, they didn't, you know, they don't own this country. Like, come on now. It's 2020. He knows, they know what they're saying. What they're trying to say is what they've been saying for 400 years. And we've talked, we talked about this in the last live stream is that they want people to be afraid of black people and Mexican people, black and brown people. They, that's why Trump from the beginning said that, you know, oh, the Mexicans, when they, back when it was the, that he was on the Mexicans, the Mexicans are going to come in, they're going to rape everybody, they're going to do all of this stuff, blah, 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 and all of this stuff. <laughs> I didn't say all poor whites, I said racist poor whites. So if you're racist poor white, then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> if you're not racist, then you shouldn't care about this. Do you see what I'm saying? I, that's what people say all the time. Like, you hate, you know, white people. No, uh, I hate racist people. <laughs> so if you're racist, then I'm talking about you. So when I say white people, I'm talking about racist white people, just for clarification. So 
That's right. I mean, you got who are the who are the main people on Facebook that be putting the hanging nooses uh President Obama being these little little dump this little these little side at backwood cities and stuff. <laughs> so he knows what he's doing, is what I'm saying. So he knows his only chance to win is to rile them up as much as possible and then try to suppress the vote. So it's not even really a, a real election per se, right? He uses social media. He uses Jack. He uses, you know, uh, he uses Zuckerberg to put, you know, here's the thing about dwelling. Uh, I, I think that's an interesting, um, that's an interesting word to use from a white person. Uh, I'm not saying that you're racist or anything, but you say dwelling. I think that's very interesting that because that, I hear like a lot of white people say that you're dwelling on this. You can't get past this. Why don't you move on? If you move on, you'll be able to do this stuff. You know something? You're dwelling on it. And what I always say to white people is this. Do you think black people wake up and say, hey, I want to see a cop murder us today? <laughs> Do you think so? Do you, do you think black people wake up and say, hey, man, you know, I'm going to go jogging. I have to watch my back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, do you think a black person wakes up today and say, mm, you know, if I go into the bank, uh, if I go into a high end store, I might get followed. Right. See, you can't dwell on something that's still happening. You understand what I'm saying? Like you dwell on things that ha- have uh, no longer happened. Right. That are, are set in stone. Right. So if. Your, your girlfriend cheated on you 15 years ago, okay? And you're still talking about it today. That's dwelling. It's over. It's done. It cannot happen again, right? It, it's over with. And now you're dwelling. Now, if your girlfriend cheated on you 15 years ago, and she's still your girlfriend, and she's still cheating, <laughs> and she's cheated 15 years, 10 years, 5 years, 1 year, 3 days ago, and then somebody would come to you and say, you know something? You really need to get over it. You, why you keep dwelling on it? You know, why, why are you dwelling? And you'd be like, well, it happened three days ago. I mean, <laughs> that's why I'm dwelling on it. It happened three days ago. It's like if, 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 if it was happening to George Floyd, you know, here's the thing about grievance. See, here's the thing. You've met a lot of black people, I assume, right? Just because black people don't air their grievances don't mean that they don't have grievances, right? It, that's, the, that's the thing that you don't seem to understand. You know what I'm saying? Is that I don't go to CVS and be like, hey, let me tell you how hard it is to be a black man while I'm getting this popcorn. <laughs> like, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, go to, I, when I'm doing my uh, stories, I don't do all that yet. You don't have to air your grievances to have grievances. You don't, just because you're successful, right? That doesn't mean that you forget. Some successful black people do forget. They want to forget. I, 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 I can see that. Yeah, I got successful. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> I forget. But nine times out of ten, black people normally internalize the stuff that's going on with them. <laughs> and they're definitely not telling just random white people, you know, in a business meeting. You know what I'm saying? Like we t- normally tell each other, but you know, if I'm successful and I'm having a business meeting with Bob, I'm not sitting there and be like, let me air my grievances of being black. 
That's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not how how it goes. The reason, quote unquote, I'm quote unquote airing my grievances is because it's my job. <laughs> okay, uh, this is part of what I do. Is is my work. You know what I'm saying? If I was at the bar with like 10 of you guys and we were drinking and watching TV, I probably wouldn't be airing my grievances. I'd be looking at the game or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We all went to Applebee's, right? And we were watching football. I wouldn't quote unquote be airing my grievances, right? It's not like we're talking about this every day. Like it's like it's heavy thing. Like we have, we understand we have to live life. Like it's, the days are going forward. I get you with that. But nobody airs their grievances. But you make them seem like the grievances are not valid. And that's a problem, even if you're not a racist white person. That's the Drew Brees issue. See, you guys see what's happening, right? But you think it's like you brush it aside. You brush it aside. Like you don't understand. You see things in a singular situation, right? You see sometimes white people, even not racist white people, they see things in a singular situation. And what I mean by that is they are appalled what they saw about George Floyd, right? And they like, well, okay, the guys got arrested and hopefully justice will be served and they go about their day because they see it as a singular type of thing. Black people don't see things as a singular type of thing. You know why? Because in the back of our mind, we remember every single thing that's happened that's similar to it, right? So it's not a singular situation. It is a multitude of stuff that builds up to this. You see what I'm saying? It's a repeated pattern. It's a repeated trauma, actually. A white person sees something happens to a black person. They say, ah, oh, that's terrible, right? And they don't think nothing else about it. They don't think about it. When a black person sees something happens to a black person, and then there's no such thing as a crutch. See, first of all, I don't like the way you keep saying blacks, so you're going to have to get blocked. I'm sorry. That's a little weird to me. I think I think you 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 may be a bit of a something's not right about you right there. Okay. So it's something weird about the way he was saying. It. I think he was a troll. But anyway, up, up, you know, like I said, white people, it's singular to them. But we know it's a full trauma. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, it, it, it concerns me when white people say blacks. I'm just saying. You know, it, it does concern me a bit. It does concern me a bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. It makes me think something's a little up with you. Oh, got email. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the only thing about it. So, so you're gonna have to make sure that you go to the. No, it's not. It's not the term black. It's when someone white says blacks. <laughs> okay, it's, it's not how you address you know people. It's a weird way of addressing people. You know, you can say black people. It, you know, we're individuals. We're not like a group. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're that's I've talked about that before. Is how they see us as a group, right? They don't see us as individuals. If, if you try to group white people, they get upset. You know what I'm saying? You got to go too. Sorry. <laughs> you know. They, you get upset. If you t- go tell a, a, a white person, like, hey, all you white people are X, Y, and Z. All you white people, you guys don't season your chicken. They get offended. <laughs> right? <laughs> because they're like, I'm an individual. I'm an individual person. I got individual thoughts. I have individual thinking, right? But... If you notice, white people, especially white people in power, just think we're one big group of people. It's just the blacks, the colored population. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I agree with Joe, Joe Budden's comment. He's just not the 
person that should have said it. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I was saying it like it's, the comment in itself is accurate. I, I can't trust you if you're voting for Trump. I really can't. I can't do it. It's just Joe Biden can't be saying that himself. Like you got some things you got to let somebody else say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, go get your black vice presidential candidate and let her say it or him say it. You can't be saying that. That's sometimes the problems with 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 Joe Biden is Joe Biden. He he got a little Trump in him in the sense that he kind of just talks. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like as bad, but he just. He just says like what he actually answers, what he what he what he means. And at this, you know, you can't do that. People are real sensitive right now. So you can't even if it's true what you're saying, you can't just be blurting out what you actually mean. I'm pretty sure that's what he meant. Well, if you think about what he said about MLK, for people that don't know, he said that George Floyd uh, murder had more of a global effect than Martin Luther King. And once again, I don't think he meant it as George Floyd is more influential as Martin Luther King. I just think he meant that it's 2020 and the way that people can organize and spread and new, the way news can get out there and mobilize, it's just it's just faster. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure, I mean, I wasn't around. I don't know if any of you guys are around when Martin Luther King got shot. You know, I don't know how long it took for that news to get to, like, China. You know what I mean? Like, and if you didn't read the newspaper... Like, how long did you know it before you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that's what he, it, it, he like I said, sometimes he just talks it and what he's saying is not incorrect. It's just, he don't think before he says it. You know what I'm saying? And right. And there was like riots and I mean, there's always been riots. I mean, there was riots, you know, in Watts and all of this other stuff. I mean, there's always been riots in our country, right? As far as, I mean, I don't know, like, were they, I mean, like, you see the stuff now, you see what I'm saying, and when something happens, you see China, well, maybe not China, but you see, like, a Norway or, or Britain and the UK and Paris and all of this stuff. Like, I don't know if Paris protested because Martin Luther King got shot. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not sure. You know, I don't know if New Zealand, you know, and Germany got all this, you know, I don't, I, I don't think so. So, I mean, when he says global, that's what I don't think he didn't say domestically. He didn't say the United States. He said globally. I don't know if the New Zealanders, you know, put on a protest for Martin Luther King. I don't think so, though. <laughs> I just don't. So he's not saying bad things. He just is not or maybe articulating them well and maybe just needs somebody else to actually uh, say it. That's all. That's all. I think I hear my wife in the living room. I hope she's going to buy me this PS5. Sweetie, you in there? <laughs> I think she's going to buy me this PS5. Because I got to get that Miles Morales game. Yeah, I got, I got What's the price? Man, the Xbox is like a refrigerator, man. But the Xbox doesn't have the Miles Morales game. It's, it's uh, I'm not, you know, I, I don't trust 2K. Like the graphics could be great, but like if I can't do a, a put back layup, then it's it really doesn't matter. Like and that, that's the most frustrating thing of all time. If you don't have a guy that like a super dunk and all of that stuff, and then and then you know you you coming on a fast break and he needs to dunk, and and he, he can't dunk. 
can't do a full four pass. Like it's just certain things about two K that's uh, that that that's that bothers me a bit. That bothers me a bit. Yeah, but you know they didn't tell the price because it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> you think six hundred? That sounds about right. What was the PS4 when it came out? It was like what four hundred, right? It was, it was about four hundred. Yeah, you got you know. Yeah, I think it was around four hundred. So five about five hundred sounds about right. You see how they got real mad because of um, the the Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> they put the logo up and everybody thought they were getting Grand Theft Auto 6 and then you get you just getting a rebooted Grand Theft Auto 5 I'm not I'm not I'm not playing you know it takes a while to play Grand Theft Auto so I'm definitely not going all the way back through it you know what I'm saying I'm not going back through it yeah I mean that's what I'm saying it's a long game as it is so so now they got it what they got a yacht I saw they had a yacht and they had some um, highlighters m- motorcycles that's a that's I don't know if that's enough to 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 go back through like a uh uh that long of a game. It was a long game and I wasn't even married when it first came out. So I had time to play it and it was a long game. Now I think it only comes with one stick. Only one controller. Are they redoing the whole story? Or like is it a totally different story or is it just like the same story with some extra stuff? Maybe if they redo the whole a whole different story, I may, I may, I may try it. I see that adding to it is not not what I'm I'm liking. You know what they if they wanted to redo like one, they shouldn't have redid like five. They should have redid like San Andreas. You know what I'm saying? Like redo San Andreas with the PS5. Now that I would have played. I'd have played San Andreas, uh, updated San Andreas. On the on the on the on the PS5. I think I need the headphones too. I think I'll put it in the living room. So you gotta get the head. You gotta get the extra. Can you get that on? Um, can you get that on on Amazon? Once again, Amazon. That's another thing. You know the dude from Amazon is shady. <laughs> he, the old the dude the dude from Amazon is real shady, and we all got Amazon Prime. Everybody used Amazon like once a week. I'm not really playing anything now. So. What did Bezos left his, um, he left his, left his wife for his mistress who was married, who used to deal with uh, Derek Fisher. (laughs) And then the, the mistress brother leaked his nudes to the National Enquirer. It's crazy that someone so intelligent to make something like Amazon could be so stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like someone that could be, that can make Amazon, but can get duped by a woman like that. I have an Xbox um, somewhere around here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Derek Fish had to put his um, he had to put his um, wedding on hold because Derek Fish is you know married to trying to marry Matt Barnes's ex-wife. It's 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 a lot of stuff. 
I'm, it's a lot. So the Miles Morales game is a, it's a standalone expansion. All that really means is that it's his own story. It's just a smaller story. That's all. It's his own game. It's just a smaller story. It's not a DCL because I don't think it's attached to the Spider-Man game. So I think you have to like, you have to get it on on your own. They do that from time to time, like with Call of Duty and stuff. It's like a little side. Yeah, I'm not being judgmental. I'm just pointing out what's happening. Um, they do it like a little side game. So it's not the sequel. Some people thought it was the full sequel. So they just, a little side game. But sometimes those side games be better than the, the, the actual game. Yeah, I, I'm hearing that the NFL may have a problem with the uh, bubble situation. Uh, I, and I told you guys that. Remember I, I said, listen, there's going to be players that's gonna like, I don't want to live in Fight Island or whatever, NBA Island, for three months. And I'm not going to win the, uh, I have no chances of winning the title. And here's the thing, LeBron, no no, no offense to LeBron, but LeBron and Chris Paul and then went behind like the majority of the players back and said, we want to play. But they didn't ask the rank and file. And here's the thing, you only get paid if you don't make the playoffs, right, for eight games. So it's not like you're losing a lot of money, but you can lose your life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you talk, you talk about eight games, potentially, for some. And in those eight games, you're going to be gone for at least almost two months. And you may catch the Rona. And you can't see your family and groupies or what all that's going to be. So I'm like, ah, it's not worth for eight games. For eight games? Nah. Nah. I don't know if it's hard enough. I think it's anybody. Let's see. So you probably got the Lakers, the Bucks, the Clippers. Let's say the Rockets. We can throw in the Rockets. Who else is? Who else is a true title contender? Lakers, Clippers, Bucks. I'm gonna say Celtics. Who else? The Rockets. That five. Mm, let's throw in. Let's we can throw in the Nuggets. Maybe. Rap. I don't know about the Raptors, but all right, let's start with the Raptors if you want to, okay? So you Raptors, so you got so that's seven, 76s. Uh, okay, we can throw it in if you want to. So let's say so let, let's say eight teams, right? But you got if you got eight teams, then you got another what sixteen or another eighteen? What is it? Twenty-two? What is it? I'm sorry, another four? What fourteen? Another fourteen teams that have no chance, basically, right? So. Those 14 teams are like, why? Why am I playing? And plus, like somebody said, it's basically a glorified summer league. There's no no home court advantage. You playing all so it's really not like, is it really a fair series? You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's I don't know. I mean, you remember Damian Lillard was like, I don't really want to play. Carmelo was like, I'm old. The Blazers are not gonna win the title. I, I, you know, I got to keep an eye on Lala because she might get back with Tommy or something. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I think Melo got his little playing time in. It was like, you see, I can play a little bit better of an exit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, if some of these guys probably don't got fat, 
like comfortable at home. I mean, I can definitely see Kyrie. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it, it's it's not looking good. It's it's not looking, you know, great. It's just it. Here's the thing. It's one thing when they say, "Hey, we all gonna go to Disney World." I think what happened was they're like, I don't think they understood the concept of the bubble, in the sense that you can't leave. Like when they sent me the 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 media thing to ask if I wanted to go in the bubble, it's pretty specific. It's like you you barely can leave. You can't like leave your hotel room. You can't just like walk around Disney World. You have to stay in your hotel room. You have to go to certain places at certain times and be back. It's basically like a curfew. Like it's really restrictive. <laughs> uh, you really can't do anything. You know, you got to eat your meals here and all of this stuff. Fight Island is the same thing, but the difference between Fight Island is, is is Dana White doesn't pay well, so they have no choice but to put their lives at risk. Shakur Stevenson made more money than Amanda Nunes. Hell no, I'm not going nowhere. You're not seeing me anywhere besides these live streams at least to uh, 2021. I'll be honest with you. I've done this for I've done this for uh, ten plus years on the road, out of my own pocket. I'm, I'm staying right here with my wife. <laughs> That's exactly where I'm going to be. I wouldn't want it anywhere else. Anything you need to recover, I can watch on TV. I can watch on TV. I don't, I don't need to go anywhere. I don't even like going to 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 you know. I need like going to Target. Yeah, they, yeah. So yeah, they, like yeah. Shakur Stevenson made more money than Amanda Nunes. Think about that. Shakur Stevenson, good fighter, good young fighter, Olympian, not the most exciting guy fighter in the world, but you know, pretty good personality and stuff. I mean, but he's a young guy. He's fighting on ESPN with no fans, so it's not pay per view or anything. And on a Tuesday, and he made I think fifty, a hundred thousand dollars more. Then Amanda Nunes, who's considered the greatest female fighter in UFC history, carried the company, knocked the hell out of Ronda Rousey, knocked the hell out of Holly Holmes, knocked the hell out of Cyborg, and she makes more money than Shakur Stevenson. And I believe they only had like 300,000 people watching on ESPN on a Tuesday with no fans. Think about that. Uh, She'll probably come back to the WWE when there's no money. I wish you need some money. That's pretty much it. So, so yeah, so they have to go to Fight Island because UFC fighters are poor. <laughs> and he doesn't pay them any money. UFC gets 85% of the revenue. It is crazy to me. Like, I would have checked because I saw what Amanda got and I said, well, maybe she gets upside on the pay-per-view like McGregor and some of these other guys. Nope, don't do it. She get that set fee. That's her fee. She got paid $350,000, I believe. That's it. That's it. Actually, they said Rousey was going to star in this movie about the, um, on this book series that I was going to read. I mean, John Jones was making for, you know, four or five million dollars. But if you think about it, it's John Jones. If, if, if Deont- he was talking about Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury, right? In, in the world of UFC, you know, John Jones is pretty popular, I would imagine. Right? So, 
it's not so much that he's going to get the same money as Tyson Fury and, and, and Deontay Wilder, but if they're getting 20 just off jump, 20 million off jump, and John is getting five, <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty big disparity from two people. I mean, I don't know. Who, who do you think is more well-known, John Jones or, or Deontay Wilder? <laughs> like, worldwide. <laughs> Like who? Who's more pop? Who's more? You know, I I think John Jones is 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 more known worldwide, right? John Jones has two point three million followers on Twitter, and he has five point two million followers on Instagram. Deontay Wilder. has 2.9 million followers on Instagram and he has 690,000, almost 700,000 followers on Twitter. It's normally, a, and UFC is, is, is more global, I believe. Well, in some instances. The point of the matter is, is that it, you can make a case that John Jones is a uh, more known, well, a more known fighter and he's making $15, $20 million less than Deontay Wilder. And here's the, he was making less than Deontay Wilder when Deontay Wilder was fighting people like Luis Ortiz. It wasn't like it took Tyson Fury for him to make, you know, like he, here, I'll put it to you like this. Maybe I'll give you a different example. John Jones makes less per fight than Daniel Jacobs. Do any, how many of you guys know Daniel Jacobs? <laughs> Off the top of your head. If I say, hey, you know Daniel Jacobs? You know the last person that Daniel Jacobs fought? He did fight Canelo. You know who else he's fought? Do you remember? <laughs> Here's the thing. The only reason you know he fought Canelo is because it was Canelo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Daniel Jacobs makes, uh, he did have cancer, uh, makes $10 million a fight. It's making double of what John Jones is making. And no, no offense to Daniel Jacobs, good fighter, good solid fighter. Uh, but you know, nobody's, nobody's ever said, Hey, I'm going to pay this money for a Daniel Jacobs fight. You'll pay the money if he's fighting triple G or Canelo. That's why you remember him. But nobody says, Hey, I'm going to pay, I'm going to tune in because Daniel Jacobs, like you, can you tell me anybody Daniel Jacobs fault besides triple G and Canelo? You can't, <laughs> hell, I barely can, honestly. And I'm a boxing connoisseur. But he makes double what uh, John Jones. If if Billy Joe Saunders would have fought Canelo, he'd have made three, four million more than John Jones. Yeah, he did knock out Kid Chocolate. He did, he did, he did. You know, uh, Kovalev makes more money. You know, Canelo has a three hundred million dollar deal. Triple G has a hundred plus million dollar deal. Tyson Fury has a hundred plus million dollar deal. Adrian Broner was making a million dollars a fight, and he was just every time he lost. So UFC fighters don't get paid a lot, so they have no choice but to basically die on Fight Island. But Dana White gets richer. Yeah, Dana White gets richer. <laughs> Remember when uh, was it uh, uh, Dominique Fox worked? on ESPN, lit him up. 
Say, hey, man, why you don't pay your fighters? And he wasn't ready for that because normally ESPN rolls over for Dana White. So he was shocked. He was shocked. He, he Yeah, my man Dominique, normally the ESPN guys are pretty soft. But, but in this case, Dominique lit him up, lit his ass up, had him all uncomfortable and off balance. All right, I got to go shoot a, a segment for TMZ Sports uh, for tonight. So you guys have a good weekend, good talk. Uh, remember, take advantage of what's going on in the world right now. Take advantage of it. That's, I want you to do that and report back. Hopefully you get loans and jobs and cars and houses and whatever else you need. Hell, even if you get a free lamp from Target, do that as well. If you need me, you let me know. I'll be right here. Um, Everything looks good here. Looks good here. All right. So we're going to get right into it because I've seen this over the last couple of days. And you know me. I don't like to, to get into these type of conversations on, on Twitter. Red Cup. Because some people on Twitter... They just like to, they just like to be fake woke and, and fake, you know, they, they want the attention. They're not very smart individuals and everything. So you can't have these type of conversations on Twitter, but let me, uh, I got to talk to you guys about something. It's very, it's very disturbing to me. It's very disturbing to me. Now, listen, listen, black people, we got enough going on right now. With, with whatever all the stuff that's going on in the world we got enough stuff that's going on right now the last thing we need to do is to be having a civil war between black women and black men right now i understand people are upset i understand people have feelings about certain things and i'm not saying these feelings are not valid right i'm not saying the way you feeling is is wrong what i'm saying is is that we have to be a little bit more constructive and how that we're expressing our feelings. And also, we need to understand one fundamental point that I'm going to tell you right now that I don't think a lot of black people understand. And I think the reason that we don't understand it is because a lot of us have been brainwashed and indoctrinated to believe this stuff that the oppressor has put on us over all of these centuries. But I want you to pay attention to what I'm saying here, okay? This is what I want you to really pay attention to. I'll give you an example so you understand, okay? I want you to give you an example. And I want you to pay attention. I want you to understand, okay? And I've given this example before, but this is what I, I hope the sisters and the brothers understand, okay? Let's say we all go into a Walgreens, right? And a black man or a black woman robs the Walgreens, okay? That rob greens in your neighborhood or whatever, right? Every black person right, that goes into that Walgreens after that robbery is seen as a suspect, as a potential criminal. Doesn't matter what that black person do. He could be a lawyer. He could be a doctor. He could be a police officer. He could be all of these other things. It doesn't matter. He's got black skin or she has black skin and she's seen as a potential or he's seen as a potential criminal, right? A white person could also rob said Walgreens, right? The next white person that comes in is just seen as regular old white person, right? They're not seen as anything else. That was just a rogue, a bad white guy robbed a Walgreens. Has nothing to do with any of the other white people in the world, right? You see the difference that I'm saying here? So when we talk about black men and we talk about black women, when a portion 
of black men or black women does something that you don't like, okay, or is horrific or terrible, right? Don't be indoctrinated. Don't be brainwashed by the white people into thinking that you have to make a blanket assessment of the entire black male population, the entire black female population. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what they do to us. And they, they've done it so much that we end up doing it to each other. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if a black man or a group of black men does something that you don't like, I am all for calling them out for their crappy behavior, their criminal behavior, their terrible behavior, right? That has nothing to do with the totality of black men in this country, right? It has nothing to do. What black man X did has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with you. That's what that individual has done. Same thing with black women. If a black woman does something that you don't like, it doesn't mean all black women are trash. All it means is that particular black woman has done something wrong and that should be isolated. What ends up happening is anytime something happens and a black person is the perpetrator, not just the white people, but the black people fight with each other about how all, that's the same thing Trump does. When Trump says terrorist and, 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 and from shithole countries and all, all he's doing is grouping people together. That's what, when they say Black Lives Matter or they try to put the protesters with the rioters and the looters, even if the looters are white, they, you know what I'm saying? That's what they do. So we have to stop doing that to each other. Now, what ended up happening was that young, that young black lady got murdered, right? The 19 years old, she was a protester. She went on social media, said she had been assaulted and then she, and she got murdered. Horrible situation, right? Terrible situation. I wouldn't want that to happen to anyone. She wasn't even 20 years old. She's a baby. I wouldn't want that to happen to anybody. We definitely failed and, and it, as a whole. And I, when I say a whole, I don't mean just black people. I mean the world, the country failed her in protecting her, right? But just because a black man committed the crime, that has absolutely nothing to do with the thousands, the millions of black men who respect black women, who, who protect black women, who want to do anything that they can for a black woman. Furthermore, the guy that committed the murder, he also killed an old white woman. So this had nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. This had nothing to do with protests. This had nothing to do with a black man hating black women. What this had to do was a sick, crazy, demented person, individual, who just liked killing people. Old, white, black, it didn't matter to him. Dark skin, light skin, it did not matter. who. Whoever came in his path was in danger. It didn't matter if he was an old white woman, a young black woman, a dark skinned black woman, a light skinned black woman, a, a blonde, a brunette. If you came across this one individual, you were going to be in danger. You cannot blanket a whole race of people off of one demented person. You see what I'm saying? And, and let me explain it to you like this, right? That, well, remember white people say, well, you hate all white people. And I say, no, I hate racists white people okay i'm not talking about you you see what i'm saying so if you want to say i hate abusers i hate murderers 
I can understand that. But don't don't fight with each other. That's what they that's distracting. And frankly, I'll be honest with you. Some of the people that starts the arguing, right? That is is the quote unquote woke people. They're not doing shit for nobody. They don't care. They care more about social media than they care about us as individuals or our race. They just want to sound. They say so such stupid. They just throw out. They just throw out stupid. Like they throw out studies that that there's no there's no factual basis behind it. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's no factual basis. Like, you know how they say, well, black men don't marry black women. That's not true. <laughs> you know, like, like that's not true. The majority of black men who marry, marry black women. That's, that's actually, that's the fact, right? That's not, that's not true. Just because you see a couple of NFL players on the milk yacht, that doesn't speak for the entire black male race. You know what I'm saying? They say, well, it's a black women or X, Y, and Z. Just because a couple of them are like that, that doesn't mean that the entire section of black women are like that. We got to stop that. And, and I want to point also point something out to you. The Ohio State. Ah, uh, universities. The Ohio State. Something very important that you need to understand. Social media is small. Social media is very, very, very small. So I think sometimes, once again, it's an indoctrination. I think sometimes we see something happens on on social media repetitively and then we expand that out to the real world so if you see some brothers on social media taking advantage uh, of of women or being disrespectful to women for some odd reason you think the entire country of black men are like that you see some on facebook or instagram or whatever it may be it's very very small it's very very small if five dudes are doing bad things you can't you cannot say all of the black men are terrible and trash and whoever do this or whatever, whatever they are. You can't do that. And the same for women. You know what I'm saying? Same to women. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's, that's very, very important, right? Now, before I go, we got to talk about cancel culture, okay? Because I don't believe you guys, once again... Once again, you, 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 I think you get hyped up on social media, right? And now you want to cancel everybody <laughs> for whatever. First off, cancel culture doesn't work right? and, and for the most part. I, the sense is that every time we, I would say out of all the people that you say got canceled, probably 2% get actually canceled. You got R. Kelly, right? But that was more of the documentary than anything on social media. Hey, you got Bill Cosby. Hey, maybe you got Harvey Weinstein. You got you got a couple. But you can't... You want to cancel problematic people, right? I get you with that. Right? I, I, I understand that. You want to cancel people. So if someone's being racist, right? If someone is, you know, like the, the, the dog walker lady... Like, you want to cancel the people that are really problematic to what's going on. You don't want to cancel people who, the majority of the time, are down for you, and then they do one thing that you don't like, and then all of a sudden they cancel, right? Like, J. Cole 
has been down with black people for a very long time. Pretty sure that's well documented, right? He does a song you don't like, all of a sudden it's canceled. Like, it doesn't work like that. It shouldn't be like, you shouldn't be so, you shouldn't be so quick to cancel people that have been helpful to you. It's just, a, don't make it into a fad. I hate cancel culture. Someone, when I, when they had me doing the, the media circuit about uh, Drew Brees, right? And they were like, well, you tried to cancel Drew Brees. And I was like, I don't believe in cancel culture. I believe in, let's say, what's happening. The truth. I don't care about all of that. I don't care about that. I don't care about if Drew Brees plays football. I didn't say I want Drew Brees to lose all of his money and everything. I stick to the point at hand. You say stupid stuff, you need to go, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in cancel culture, right? You can't, you can't, just because you disagree, you can disagree with someone, I don't agree with cancel culture. Now, I, I don't, I'm not saying I don't mind if somebody gets fired if they're racist. I, it doesn't bother me. I say that. My job is to put the information out there. I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't like, everything is can't, you cancel. You can't, you know how many times I've been canceled? It just depends on what day of the week it is. <laughs> it depends on which way it's swaying. If I'm being helpful or people think I'm being helpful, then I'm, BSO is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, man, we're glad that BSO is out here helping us. We're glad that BSO. But then two weeks from now, I do a story. They don't like the story. And it's like, we need to cancel BSO. Why have BSO been around here for so long? Blah, 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 blah. It does, every other week. It just depends. It just depends. Because it's just, it's just a fad. People just go with the wind. Just go with the wind. Right now, I'm in vogue. I'm hot now. They like me now. Because I'm calling out all the racist people. Right. But if something changes and I call out somebody they don't like, then all of a sudden they cancel. <laughs> it, 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 that's just the way it goes. But it's stupid and it's counterproductive. You know what I'm saying? It's counterproductive. And yeah, the 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 the, the dog walking lady gave the the sixty five thousand dollars to her dude she was having an affair with. But I've been going through this for 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 10, 10 plus years. So I understand that. But it's just stupid. I see it and it's dumb. It's dumb. I don't want nobody canceled. I just want the truth that's out there. You know what I'm saying? I just want the truth. I don't care about the canceling. I just want the truth. Like I don't want to, I'm not trying, like if I don't feel like you're just a horrible person, I'm not trying to cancel anybody. Like I don't think J.J. Watt's a bad guy. I just want him to speak up for his black teammates. I just, I ask for very simple things. You know what I'm saying? I just want the truth. Like Drew Brees, stop being an idiot. Stop lying on me. You know you was with that religious hate group. Don't lie on me. I'm not trying to cancel you. I want the truth. How do you gonna cancel Kendrick Lamar of all people? Like don't, like in Jay-Z. That Jay-Z's a good example of that. Yeah, you know, Look, I can understand. I can totally understand if you don't agree with Jay-Z and the whole NFL thing. I, I totally get that. I totally get if you don't agree. Okay? That's fine. We can disagree, right? <laughs> but you can't act like Jay-Z hasn't been helpful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't act like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar haven't been helpful. 
right? So just I disagree. That's why I didn't like when Eric Reed was calling them all them names and stuff. I'm like, listen, I know you've done your work, Eric Reed. You've done good things, Eric Reed. But Jay-Z is like got a lot of money. If he didn't want to help, he could be out on the boat just mind his own business. Look, Michael Jordan put out a nice statement, said Nike will pay a bunch of money, and went out fishing. He ain't touched the uh, uh, protest. You don't have to help. I think that's what people don't understand. You don't have to help. I don't have to help. You don't have to help. So you better be careful with the cancel and all of that stuff because you say you're canceling people, the people that are actually helping. You just tweeting. You just on Instagram. You just talking over and over and over and over and over again about nothing. What are you doing? What have you done? And I'm not saying everybody, you don't got money like Jay, but what, are you, what exactly are you doing? I'm telling you, a lot of those people that are doing the cancel stuff, that's doing the, I hate black men, I hate black women, blah, blah, blah. A lot of those people don't do nothing. <laughs> they don't do nothing. They just talk. They don't do nothing. <laughs> they just, they're just tweeting. They just put up Instagrams. They just talk. Nobody's doing anything. Be wary of those people. Right. Be very leery of someone that doesn't understand conceptually what's happening. Be very leery of someone that will take an isolated incident and throw a blanket over black people. Those people are not for us. OK, you, you here's the thing. You could say what you could say what you're troubled by. OK, you could say. That, but what you can't say is certain things in totality, which you don't know is true, right? You can't say it. You could say that maybe you personally don't feel protected, say, by black men, right? You, maybe you personally, your experience, you can say that, right? But you cannot say a, a, with any type of certainty and any type of totality that black men don't protect their black women. You can't say that because you don't know. There's millions of black men out there. <laughs> there's millions. There's no way for you to know that. Maybe in your personal experience, you have these issues. But that's personal. That's individual. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not. You can't say in totality. You see what I'm saying? So say you're a brother, right? And you dated five black women, right? And all five of them cheated on you. Right. You personally may have some personal feelings about dating black women because of your personal experience. But you cannot say, well, all black women are trash because I got cheated on five times. You see what I'm saying? That's the difference between the indoctrination. We have been taught that if our own people does something to us, that we, we didn't express it out to everybody. That's why we feel that way. But that's what the oppressor does. He the one that's telling us that. He the one that tells us, hey, if one black person does something bad, all of them are bad. That's why some black people, not all, some black people, they try to distance themselves from other black people because they've been told, hey, don't be like them. <laughs> be like us. You see what I'm saying? 
That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's not a two-way, it's not a one-way street. I'm not sitting up here saying, just protecting, saying just black men. I'm saying black men do it too. We do it to black women all the time. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it goes both ways. I think people thought I was going to open it. Hey, Rob's going to sit up here and say, black man is black. I, no, it goes both ways. It's, it's culturally. Because what happens is, when we start infighting, we get sensitive. Right? Somebody says something, then we say something back. Then you do this, and do you that. And then they go back and forth. And all of a sudden, now we're not talking about George Floyd anymore. We're not talking about these kids that are here hanging in the streets. We're not talking about the cop who got a gun who's crying over a McMuffin. We lose focus. And I think more than anything else, one of the problems that we have is that we lose focus. It's the, I would say this, listen, here's the thing about racist people. Here's the thing about MAGA, Trump, all of those people, right? And Trump said, I'll never forget when Trump said, Trump said, I can go on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody in the head and my people will still be with me, right? Remember he said that? It's 100% true. Now, ask yourself this question. If Obama shot somebody on Fifth Avenue, how many people would bail out on him? You see what I'm saying? You see the difference? We, we Loyalty. They broke through through centuries. It's not, I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's sad. It's centuries, they broke our loyalty to each other. They made us, the, the indoctrination has made us think that we can't have black families. We can't have our own stuff. We have to be dependent on them. All of this is, this is the stuff that we're fighting against. It's not just the gun. You know, it's, it's not the physical tool that we're fighting against. It's also the mentality that we're fighting against. And it's difficult for us to get out of the mentality because they do these things like they, they, they put down and make sure we don't get the right education. They make sure we don't get the right loans. They make sure that we don't get the right promotions. They don't want us to get like the power so we can actually see what's going on. So we can actually see what's going on. They don't want that. That's what they're scared of. They're scared if they, we, we, we moved up a little bit, we'd start seeing what was going on. That's why President Obama scared him so much. It wasn't his policies. It wasn't anything that he was doing. The problem was for them, he was giving people hope that they can attain a certain level of success. That scared them more than anything else. Not him being president, the idea that we could be president. Because then if we could be president, we could be vice president. If we could be vice president, then we, maybe we could be a judge. Then maybe we could be a lawyer. Then we could be a doctor. You know, it was the, the, the idea. And so they brought Trump in to kill the idea. Kill the hope. Make America great again back how he was when we had no hope that's trump's whole thing to suppress the hope and honestly it's working because everybody's depressed everybody's depressed and angry that was the whole thing kill their hope kill their dreams we were getting a little bit too far ahead for them and they didn't like that a little bit too far ahead for them. They used the police as a game. Keep us down. Keep us in jail for minor offenses. You look at um, the, the, the gentleman that got shot in the Wendy's, right? He wasn't driving, right? He was, he was asleep. Talked to the cop. Said, hey, 
I can walk home, you can drive me home, you can give me an Uber. That's a white guy, that probably happens. If it's a white woman, it definitely happens. But their job is to incarcerate black men and get them on record. Get that, get that on record. You know why? Because if they can get that on record, then you can't get a job. It's hard to get a better education. It's hard to do anything besides menial work. They want to get that felony on you. That They want to get something on your record that when the, 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 the employment person is pulling it up, they can see you. Even if you're not doing anything. Even if you just sleep in the parking lot. That's just a way for them to get you. got a little weed, we can get you that record. You're jaywalking, we can get you on that record. They want to get you in that system because once you're in the system, then it's very difficult from that point on. It's not like white people. White people get arrested like 50 times. They can still get jobs. You know why? Because they have generational wealth. And because you have generational wealth, you know what that does? Daddy can call in a favor at the plant and you get a job. You know, I watch a lot of, I used to watch a lot of Unsolved Mysteries. A lot of, um, uh, what's the other one? America's Most Wanted. You know, uh, Forensic Files. Discovery ID. I watched a lot of that. And you know, one thing that I noticed all the episodes where the white guy was like running from the law, like he had a warrant or he killed somebody or he robbed somebody and he kind of disappeared. You know when they find him? You know what I noticed? Every time they found the white guy, he had a house. He owned a house. He had a job, <laughs> like a good job. He had restarted his life as a criminal. <laughs> Maybe it was married or whatever. Every time, every single time, they'd be like, this guy killed somebody in 1980 and we found him in 1988 and he was living in North Dakota. He had a house and two kids and, and worked as a, a, a manager. And so, I'm like, how? How is this happening? A black guy gets one weed arrest. He can never go any further than that. He can't get a loan, a home loan, can't get a car loan, can't get a job. Cap's not well easy on the cap going to the charges. They said he was an emergency workout guy. Not that they were going to work him out, just a case of emergency. It's very frustrating. It's hard enough to fight against all these racist white people, our own government, our own police force, our own justice system, our own educational system, our own financial system, and then we have to fight with each other. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Stephen A., you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have Max Kellerman schooling you on black stuff. That's, let's not do that. Let's, let's, let's not do that. They, Max schooled Stephen A. on some black stuff, and for the next three days, Stephen A. has been yelling, you know, I'm black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't gave him nine segments to try to get his blackness back. It's very frustrating. It's very, very, very frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. Um, all right, I gotta um, I have to uh, I gotta shoot uh, TMZ and all of this stuff. He well, Stephen A was saying that for some reason Kyrie not wanting to play was like black people riding in their own community. <laughs> I don't know why he said it. Max was like, "What? 
first off, white people own the community, and then second off, they've been riding against us for 100 years. I think Stephen A., I don't know. I don't, you know, sometimes he's on point, other times it's, it's not. It's, I mean, he's not Whitlock, but he just has to understand he's the number one most popular African-American sports media person in the country, and that comes with responsibilities. Like, I, sh- I shouldn't be saying Max Kellerman and, and, and Skip Bayless have better thoughts on, you know, what's going on in the world than Stephen A. Like, that, that shouldn't happen. You know what I'm saying? That shouldn't happen. Speaking of which, um, next week, if you guys, because uh, because I'm so great, next week, um, I believe, this is just between you and I, uh, I believe that Un- uh, Undisputed is going on um, vacation or something, so they're putting uh, TMZ Sports into the, to the time slot, <laughs> so you'll be able to catch us in the morning, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, all next week. That's all because I harassed the FS1 guy. I'm like, why are you putting us in this bad time slot all the time when we got good, we got really good content, better content than some of the stuff that you put on there. So you just got, once you get to like this level where I'm at, then you just be honest with people. <laughs> I started, hey, why, what? Uh, you know, why are we in this, you know, because normally we come on at night, like nine, um, like we come on 9 p.m., that's more on the West Coast. But uh, I'm not exactly sure why Undisputed is going on uh, hiatus. Maybe they're going on vacation or something. Um, but at least we get a week on the, the primetime morning slot, 930 Eastern. That's probably the best slot uh, that you can get. I think it'll be a, I don't know if it'll be a repeat of the show that we did in the evening. Probably. But whatever the case, you'll see, you'll see me in the morning, which I might have a suit coat on because it's basically like an audition. It does come on early sometimes. Like, we normally come on, like, 6 Eastern. 6 Eastern. Um, We have a night show, and then we have a 6 a.m. Eastern show, which is, you know, early for me. So, pushing it back, getting to 9.30, you know, is really a good good thing for a week. So, I think they're testing it to to see if maybe they want to move our time slot uh, up permanently so we have to make sure we knock out some good shows um next week so we, we'll see about that so i i get more details and let you guys know but i, I just wanted to talk about the cancel culture and the black and white thing we got we got i mean not the black the black woman black man thing we 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 gotta be you know yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta do better um yeah, I mean, I was a little surprised because TMZ Sports is on FS1, but it's not owned by FS1. It's owned by TMZ. So normally they don't like to put other programming in their prime slots uh, because the advertising for that goes to basically Harvey. So that's a good... This It's good that they've watched enough of our show to realize that we fit into the time slot better than Lock It Up or some stupid stuff that Clay Travis is doing. <laughs> so we'll see. Oh, we'll see. You guys can check it out. <laughs> yeah, we need more respect for each other. It's very frustrating. I'm a little, little hectic. Um, I mean, I move my, some stuff around my office and stuff. I put up a little black thing so, you know, you don't have a glare. No, there's a lot of stuff going on. 
Okay, all right. So, uh, so you guys, uh, what's today? Wednesday. So I try to do a robe talk Friday. I'll probably be a little more organized than I am today. <laughs> I'll be a little more organized. Hopefully, we some good stuff will happen between it. Because I didn't even talk about the N- the NBA bubble uh, stuff. So maybe we get in. There was some other stuff I wanted to talk about the NBA bubble and some other stuff. But I maybe I save all that for 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 Friday. You guys be safe out there, okay? Really, really safe. There's cops crying over McMuffins, so you know they are shooters. If they can't handle a McMuffin, you know, being delayed for a minute, they'll definitely shoot you in the back.